Welcome to the Latinos in Real Estate Investing Podcast, the top information hub for real estate investors and entrepreneurs within the Latino community. Join us on our journey as the host, Martin Perdomo, the elite strategist, talks about how ordinary people can become extraordinary with the power of real estate investing. Here, he and his guests share their expert knowledge on how to create wealth through real estate investing, the mindset required to become a millionaire, and what it takes to master the craft. Hey guys, this is Martin Perdomo, the Elite Strategist on Latinos and Real Estate Investing Podcast, and today I have Tiffany Romay. I call her Bailey, right? Because yeah. that's her husband's, her husband's <laughs> that's last name. That's my married name, <laughs> the, so we can take that. Yeah. We own that as yeah. well. But the world loves me as Tiffany Rowe, so I gravitate to that as well. And, and she's special. I, I, you know, I've known Tiffany for a little while now. I've done some, some things with her. And people on her team, a bunch of people, of a bunch of her salespeople, she owns Bayroll Real Estate. Mm-hmm. She just became a broker, I don't know, four years ago, three, four years ago. I, years I, received, I received my associate broker's degree um, about five years ago. Um, and with an associate broker's degree, um, you work for a company that already has a broker. Mm-hmm. So to become a broker, you have to either branch out on your own or get into a company that needs a broker. So I was an associate broker for five years, real estate salesperson in Pennsylvania for over 15 years. Um, around the age of 18, 19, I initially took my New York um, real estate as well. Mm-hmm. I didn't do much with it then. I wasn't really as conscious of understanding about real estate at that particular time because I was a celebrity hairstylist and I was having a great time. I was making some good money and awesome. I was creative in that in that way. However, Bayro was born and birthed. Um, this will be our third October. So Awesome. Congratulations yeah. by the way. Thank you. Thank you. So I had heard about about Tiffany. I mean you know, we live in a small town. This is not a big, big town. Our little world out here is fabulous. Yeah, it is awesome. <laughs> it is awesome. We live in a small town, and uh, I had, you know, people have told me about, hey, I'm working with this girl. She works really hard. And, and at the time, I had heard about you back in 2000, and like I told you earlier, back mm-hmm. in 2005, six mm-hmm. when I was doing mortgages. And I might have done something Maybe with one of your deals, when mm-hmm, you was, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. We were making so much money back in those days. We were, we were you, doing, well, you know what's crazy? We were making money, but however, for us, like if you started in that time, you made money for a hot second and then it crashed. And then it crashed, yes. And then you that had was to me. figure it out, you know, and I, I, I tell the story and it, it I had, um, I was, I did hair for almost 30 years. I started literally, I was 12 years old when I started doing hair. And I went on to, you know, I grew up in South Jamaica, Queens. My mom had me when she was 16, on her 16th birthday. Um, very, you know, very, very humble, humble, extra humble beginnings. Um, and the people that I lived around, we were such creative. I have to say that I grew up with Damon John from FUBU and the whole crew, Keith, everybody. We all grew up together. James Todd Smith, LL Cool J, Run DMC, Salt and Pepper, Kid and Play, all of those people. So, however... Um, grew up listening to all of those well, guys. Well, I grew up so with them. You grew up I with them, so them. that's pretty so, cool, yeah. LL, who I call Todd, Todd asked me to do hair for his when he was coming up. So that's what you kind of catapulted have much hair anymore. Me. Well, the girls. <laughs> oh, the girls. I did the girls. I did the girls. So that kind of catapulted me into the celebrity situation. And he and I have been friends for a gazillion years and even till this day. Um, 
But when I got into real estate and it crashed, crashed and burned really, really fast, I had had a huge um, retirement party. Like, I'm not doing hair anymore. I am now going into real estate and I live in the Poconos and all of these different things are changing in my life. And I had had my second child at this point, And that was really part of the reason of changing careers because I wanted to live and exist okay. in Pennsylvania. I was just, I just had my house and my things here and was still commuting so much that it wasn't living here. To New York. Right. Okay. So I wanted to really create a life for myself and my family in the environment in which I felt was going to be most suitable for how we wanted to progress. So I got into real estate. And so when it crashed, I called my friend and I said, oh, my God, you know, this is I, I just sold my business. I sold my book of business. I did all these different things to make this real estate work out. And then it crashed and burned. And he said to me, oh, yeah, oh, you're talking yes, about Todd. Todd, he said mm-hmm. to me, yes, you're in the toilet paper industry. And mm. I said, I don't know if I can say this, so I'll say the nice version. Yeah, it went to crap, but I used the S word. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he said, no, you're in the toilet paper industry. And I said, what the heck are you talking about? And he said, everyone needs toilet paper. So everyone needs somewhere to live. Mm. It's just how are you now going to structure your position in this industry to be able to sustain? Because what you're who's how you're being taught and what you think it is has you now feeling depressed or have you now feeling like everything has fallen apart. But that's not the case. You're in the toilet paper industry. Mm. So how do you restructure? So part of my restructuring at that point was doing things nobody else wanted to do because I'm still thinking toilet paper. They, toilet paper has the worst job in the world. <laughs> yeah, okay? agreed. agreed. <laughs> so, agreed. But, but everybody needs it. Yes. So at that particular time, no one wanted to deal with short sales. No one. I was able to figure out the matrix of working a short sale, taking care of a short sale. I was also the real estate agent, so I'm getting commission from the sale, mm-hmm. and I'm getting paid to do the short sale. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, and that might be how some of the points of us meeting, a lot of times because they became distressed properties, you're meeting a lot of investors. You're meeting. So I'm now taking this residential baby that I, you know, hey, you know, house number one, house number two, house number three, which one would you like? Oh, wow, you like house number two. Yay. That's not the real world. That's just TV world. I was able to take this real world and then figure out a way, make money, save lives, save marriages. It became a ministry mm. as well as introduce my little South Jamaica Queen self creative being into a commercial world. So hence, that's when I started to understand the idea and the ideology of investing and how you can take properties and turn them into, no matter what the situation is, Mm -hmm. turn that into something that can further you along. That's amazing. That's amazing how you did that. So you are now, are you still doing short sales, by I the way? I still, we have a company, it's called Short Sale Real Estate Remedies. What we do, and um, we do this not just for Bayroll real estate professionals, we do this for any real estate professional, any company that's out there that 
has a listing that's a short sale and the listing agent doesn't want to work the short sale. And an agent, a real estate, most real estate agents don't know how. They really do not know how. It doesn't take away from what they do know how to do. They just don't know how to do that. And it's time consuming. So what's more cost effective for you to, to sharpen your saw and go out there and be the best marketing person, be the best, um, person that does open houses or negotiates and gets those deals done or every single day argue with banks, make sure paperwork is right, make sure the sellers is doing this, make sure the buyer is doing it with paperwork. And most real estate agents don't like paperwork. <laughs> they better get over, <laughs> most get over it. Most salespeople don't yeah, like paperwork. Yeah, they better get over it because a lot of paperwork. So what we do is we allow a real estate salesperson, because that's your license, to sell. We allow the real estate salesperson to go in the world and be the greatest salesperson they could possibly be. Mm -hmm. While we do the grunt and the grind and the toilet paper part Mm -hmm. of the short sale process. So that's um, short sale real estate remedies. And that's that's one company Mm -hmm. that we've done. And that company definitely allowed me when I when and again. When the, when the market did what the market did, it allowed me to continue practicing. It allowed me to feed my family. And it allowed me, literally, when I tell you save lives, I've saved lives. And my referral business to this day is so plentiful because of the love that the, the buyers and the sellers receive from that tra- those transactions. So what I'm hearing is you found a problem. Mm-hmm. So you had a friend, you had a call with your friend. Todd, mm-hmm. LL, right? I call your friend. He reframed you. We call that mm-hmm, reframing mm-hmm, and coaching. Mm-hmm, he reframed mm-hmm, your mindset. Mm-hmm. He reframed your mindset of, as to how you were seeing this thing. And you went from, oh, my gosh, the world's on fire to, oh, there's a problem. I can solve it. I can solve it. Here, you solved the problem. And you became really passionate about it. And voila, you created a brand, you created a name for yourself. I heard, I, I told you, I, I hadn't mm-hmm, heard about mm-hmm, what you was doing mm-hmm. here in the Poconos. We just never, we did business, I think, indirectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, we, and the thing is, too, I think one of the things that happens um, with ambitious people, and in a pop, ambition mm-hmm. is beautiful. I, people, I don't want you to think of it as oh, if if, if people are uh, think that I'm ambitious, then I'm I'm money hungry, and I'm 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 these. You no, know, you're a gold g o a l gold digger, not mm-hmm. a gold digger. You're a mm-hmm. gold digger. Mm-hmm. So as m- myself digging for my goals to come to um, fruition, sometimes, and and this is what Todd did tell me. Don't look at Fox. Don't look at CNN. Don't look at all these shows that is going to give you gloom and doom. Sometimes you have to put those blinders on. Mm-hmm. So when you put those blinders on, though there are amazing people that are around you, you're so focused that you're only going, you're going like this mm-hmm. to get to where you need to. So we were both being focused, mm-hmm. running energy was around, mm-hmm. but we just didn't do this at that mm-hmm. particular time to connect. But God, how God works is when it's supposed to happen. That's right. That's so the right. energy is just... So I want to talk about what you're doing now because mm-hmm. now you you know you've built this amazing. I see your billboard billboards all over. I know you're proud of them because I seen them on <laughs> Facebook and everywhere. But I see your billboards all over town, which I'm super proud of you. You know, we talked about how your your business, your company is now going to, is the the large the large largest mm-hmm. minority owned 
real estate company in Monroe County. Yes. Now, you you also told me that you were going to go into Georgia. You were going to be doing business in Atlanta. You're licensed in we're, Georgia. I am. What, New York. As a, as a real estate broker, there are states that... When you're licensed in Pennsylvania, there are states that you can go into through reciprocity, okay? which means you don't have to retest. Mm -hmm. um, Georgia happens to be one of them. So I am looking in Georgia because I have some amazing clientele there. I'm always referring, excuse me, business to, um, to Georgia. I also have some really good brokers that I know there that are really impressed with the product and the systems that I have in place with the break with the Bayro brand. Mm -hmm. So we're going to bring something together in reference to that. And then we'll have Bayros in Georgia. I for two ish, maybe a little over two years in my younger years as a stylist, I lived in California. Mm -hmm. I experienced that's that's part of the book <clears throat> when it comes mm -hmm. out. But I experienced a, a, a host of scenarios out there. However, that being said, I met some amazing people and I have a great, great foundation of people there that can support a Bayro brand in California. California does not have reciprocity. So what does that mean? I have to go back to school. Get licensed to there. get licensed there. So because of the degrees in which that I have, I have a bachelor's of science in business information systems, marketing with a minor in physical education, African-American studies. Um, though I might have had to take 12 classes, now I'm down to five because of the degrees in which I have. Mm -hmm. And now I am currently on taking online classes to complete the five. Got it. So my next two goals as far as um, branching out in different states is Georgia and California. And that's because I know those areas. Now, once I get to a point where those systems, how we have that set up are in those places, then I'll take the whole conglomerate and then begin talking with people to franchise. I do not want to be a broker in an area I don't know. Mm -hmm. So I don't, but I'll work with other people creating companies for them that have the systems that they can be successful with. Mm -hmm. Sort of like, I, I sort of like a McDonald's. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. In the sense where here is a product that it's, you know, add water, stir with hard work. Mm -hmm. You got to stir, stir hard. <laughs> I'm not, it's not that simple. Uh, and I thought real estate was simple because that's another reason, you know, I got in. I had really bad real estate agents. So um, I was like, hey, they're making this money. It can't be that difficult. Well, for some people, it's going to be, I think when you're, again, talking about us, when you come from hard work, mm -hmm. You will find hard work in anything you do. Like you're going to do something that for it could be really easy, but you're going to find the work in it because that's what gives you satisfaction. 100%. <laughs> it's funny you say that. On Saturday, if you met my partner, my mm -hmm. business partner. We're, we're doing this 11 unit, which you guys are going to manage for us. Mm -hmm. And uh, she comes over to my house. We're sitting in the back porch and I'm drinking wine. She doesn't drink. My wife and her and I are talking in the back porch and she tells my wife starts kind of ranting to her. Well, you know. Martin's always working hard, and it's always this, and it's always, mm -hmm. you know, he's always doing the next thing. <laughs> and I said, babe, you know something? That's all. That's what I know. Like, like 
if I'm going to do, you know this. You, she's been married to me for 24 years. Ooh. So this is not new. You know that everything I do, I do. I do. I just it, do. You, you, it's like <laughs> I, I you do. pour yourself. If you make the decision to say, because I always share with people. I, I, Denzel had said this on, a, on something, and it kind of resonated with me forever. You know, if it was given to you. It belongs to you. So if the dream was given to you, it does belong to you. That's why being a rocket scientist was not given to me. Mm -hmm. I never dreamt that. That wasn't given to me. So, but if it's given to you, it belongs to you, no matter what it looks like, no matter how far-fetched it may seem to anyone else in the world. However, then you put your overalls on or your big Mm -hmm. girl panties on Mm -hmm. and you got to put in the work. Mm Mm-hmm. So your journey, whatever your journey is, got you to a point where this is your dream. This is your concept, making money, being married. You said 24 years married. Mm -hmm. My husband and I just celebrated 22 years married. Um, I don't come from married people. Mm -hmm. No one's married where I come from. Neither do I. You know, right. So I say even in in the world of being married to my husband for 22 years, I married someone who knew how to be married. Mm-hmm. Because I and I have worked at being the best wife. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. That wasn't organic. It's not a skill. But I chose that I'm going to, we're going to be together and, and I'm going to make this work. Mm-hmm. So I had to work at that. Um, same thing being a mom. You know, my mom is a beautiful person. However, she was 16. Mm-hmm. My father, they, they had their own situation, their own demons, They're their own up. challenges. Mm-hmm. Right. So I had to rethink. How do you do this? You can either say, I'm going to just roll into whatever was given to me, good or bad. Sometimes we tend to like the bad. It's easy to be a victim. I like to be a victor, but I've been a victim. But mm-hmm. I like to be a victor and get into that space. However, it's hard work, but it's rewarding work. Work hard, play hard, right? Mm-hmm. If it wasn't COVID, where would you be right now? I'd probably still be working. working. But you would have had a couple of trips. <laughs> but listen, I, would, we, we, I go, I take four or five trips a year. Right. Right. Because right. So we, we also, I told you, sell in St. Martin, mm-hmm. too. So I'm out there. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, three yeah. to four times a year, which is not happening now. Mm-hmm. So that's that was always my play work time. You awesome. know, mm-hmm. so I feel bad because I have a really good girlfriend who I travel with. And she and I have just, it's like we've been two ships passing through the night. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, guys out there, everybody listening, what have you, key thing, one of the key things is working hard and knowing yourself. You did all the work on yourself. You've done the work on yourself. You, you, see, you, you can't come from a 16-year-old you know, mom that had you and uh, be where you are without having done the personal development. Mm-hmm. And so as you know, Tiffany, I'm a big mindset guy. I'm always talking about mindset. Your mindset, your mindset, the way you view the world, your model of the world, the way you reframed to see the world. My mom kicked me out. Again, another conversation we were having over the weekend. My mom mm-hmm. kicked me out from the time I was 14 to the time I was 16, nine times. And I held that grudge for mm-hmm. years. I held it for so long that I got, when we got married, my wife and I, I didn't invite my mom to my wedding and my sister tells me one day she came home my little sister she came home and she found my mom crying looking at one of my pictures and she said to my mom why are you crying and she goes well your brother's getting married and he didn't invite me and I look back now right 
And my mom, because the reason I didn't invite her was because she kicked me out nine times, right? Because right, I was right, holding right, this grudge. And then, not to that. No, but now, because I've done the work, I look back and I realize, you know what? Mom did the best she could with what she had. And every time she kicked me out and she brought me back in, she was doing the best. She was giving me another chance. She was trying. She didn't know any better. She didn't know any better. And once I came to that realization, I let it go. You stopped mm. being the victim the because victim. you were in jail, not her. Yep. Yep. All that belonged to you. She was already, she, she, she was going through her struggle, mm-hmm. but now you're wearing weight that could have freed you to be so much further. However, that weight, you had to have that weight for the time you had it in order to be the man you are now. Yep. Yep. So we got, we're always transitioning. We, PTSD is real, is not just a war mm-hmm. thing in, you know, some world war we've had mm-hmm. as a as a nation, but PTSD is definitely our youth coming from certain in, environments. Um again, you come from a single mother, mm-hmm. I come from a single mother. There's a whole thing there. Mm-hmm. A woman of color mm-hmm. in a certain time, yep. during a certain, you know, for my mom, it was the heroin phase. For my, me growing up, it was the crack phase. Like mm-hmm. these different things that we had to make a decision as we're walking out the door. Are we going to, you know. I that knew, way or that way? That way or that way. I knew, mm-hmm. the, I knew everybody. Mm-hmm. I was good with everybody. Mm-hmm. I knew the drug dealers, the drug users, um, the the ball players. I was very, very, I always say hair saved my life. I was, I was so creative that I got busy in being creator. And that's another thing I will share that we are going to be doing with our company. Um, cause we're opening up our, our, uh, um, grand opening is September 19th on 611, um, 3160, Route 611, Bartonsville. That's going to be our third location. Pennsylvania. For a wide show. (laughs) Pennsylvania. But come on out. That's all right. Or, you know, find me, um, Tiffany, T-I-F-F-A-N-I-E, Tiffany Romay, R-O-M-E-Y. Look for me on Facebook, Tiffany, T-I-F-F-A-N-I-E, underscore row on Instagram, because we'll be talking about it, and we'll also have... um, Zooms and things like that. So for people who, again, social distancing, masks up and all of mm-hmm. those different things, we will be um, abiding by that. Mm-hmm. Um, but working with children, because that's what I want to get to, working with children. So we're going to do for free. And I want to get people involved um, to do every six weeks a new group of children Probably starting with the children that may have free lunches at school, like mm-hmm. some children with, with um, maybe some financial hardships in their household, mm-hmm. where we're going to be doing free entrepreneurial training. And we'll be doing a business workshop every six weeks with the group from the beginning. And by the end of the workshop, they would have done a project. Why I say that is because an idle mind is a devil's playground. If I did not dance, if I did not do hair, if I did not make things up, if I did not draw, if I did not read, mm-hmm. what would I have been doing on Jamaica Avenue mm. on New York Boulevard? Mm. The, I, I drive by there now because I have, you know, we have an office in Fresh Meadows. I sell in New York City as well. I run into people I grew up with in the same spot mm-hmm. that I left or found them, either found or left them in the same exact Mm. spot. Saying that to say, if you don't want to be in the same exact spot, you have to start making a change. 
in the now. 100%. And we want to help our children that are out here. That was so important. I mean, for me, I'm sure something happened in your youth that did something, no matter what the situation was with, with mom, friends, mm-hmm. something along the way shook you. Maybe it was just watching the Cosby show. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That shook you to say, I can do something different. I see something different. Mm-hmm. And as brown people, we are very, very visual. Mm-hmm. So we need to see something in order to say, okay, that's how we, that's a, one of the big components of our learning is mm-hmm. what we visually see. Mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to, I Go into now. You're you're a real estate investor now, mm-hmm, Tiffany. Mm-hmm. You own real estate. Um, I know you just told me you sold a bunch of your stuff. It's 2020. Sold a bunch of stuff. Um, I, I want to talk. I want to dig into that a little bit. Tell me about. So so I, I suspect I know why, <laughs> but tell me why you sold some of your stuff. What are you doing now? What up? What threats do you see? And what opportunities do you see? We're in, in August of 2020 as we record this. And uh, I have my own perspective on what I what I okay, think is coming, okay, but I'd okay, like to know what okay. you think. Um, well, one of the reasons, first and foremost, real estate is something is unique and is tangible. Um, it's always worth something. Just know that it's always worth something. Sometimes the market is higher, sometimes the market is lower, but it always has some level of value. For me at this time, growing Bayrow. And growing the company. And I'm so, oh, I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed that so many people um, have allowed me to be part of their future, i.e. agents, i.e. people in school to become real estate professionals, buyers, sellers, renters, and landlords. I'm so, I take, I do not take that lightly. I don't take it as, oh yeah, you're supposed to. I am very humbled because I know how important that is to be part of someone's career and being part of someone's biggest investment. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, that being said, I had made investments. So when I said I wanted to open up a company and grow a business and I want to own my offices that I have my offices in that that's very and I'll I'll share with you a reason why it's the McDonald's concept you know right. that right so the reason I sold the residential pieces of my life was so that I can build the commercial aspect of my life okay. and I don't come from a legacy that says here's 20 million dollars go out there and be somebody um I don't even come from a legacy where here's $500, go out and mm-hmm. be somebody. My parents were not in a position. I, I paid for every single pencil I ever used in college. And like I said, I have degrees that I paid for. My real estate license, I paid for. My cosmetology license, that's licensed in three states, I paid for. All of these things came from me, financially being out there grinding, doing wigs, doing weaves, doing braids, doing color at that time, selling land, selling, doing rentals, running and learning about developing, running and going to every township meeting, not waiting for someone to teach me because no one really wants to do that unless they see the fire. When you see the fire in someone, then all of a sudden you will see all these people start coming at you, especially coming from where I come from. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm talking my journey. Somebody else yep. might have a different mm-hmm. story. But for my journey, when I first started doing here in my neighborhood, everybody wanted to hook up. 
Then when I started doing hair in Manhattan, everybody started looking at me differently. Then when I became a celebrity stylist, no one wanted to hook up and they, and no one, everyone would pay me no less than $90. No mm -hmm. less than, like I, I think I said to you, I didn't pick up my scissors for less than $90. Mm -hmm. But it all started, oh, you're going to hook me up, yo, da, 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 mm -hmm. da, So I had to create the brand of Tiffany and the excellence, showcase the excellence. And also through that excellence came demand. Mm-hmm. So selling this, all the other pieces, I was able to take the value of that real estate to now help me with the demand that is coming my way in real estate. Because who I am always will keep moving. And when I was this person in hair, I'm this person in real estate. God your willing, values. Those my are your values. values. God willing, there'll be something else too in mm -hmm. the future because mm -hmm. we always yeah. growing and glowing. Yep. 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 <laughs> so, what are your projections? I know we have a few minutes here because mm -hmm. you have some things to do. What are your projections, Tiffany, in the upcoming market? So, we're getting a major influx out of mm -hmm. New York City, right? Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. both grew up, we mm -hmm. were both born and raised in New York City, mm -hmm. and we're 65 miles from New York just to give people context. What are your projections? We have this explosion, which we saw this explosion mm -hmm. in 2002, mm -hmm. three. Remember, after 9-11, I came up here with that, mm -hmm. with that group. Mm -hmm. And what are your projections now with what's happening, everything that's happening in our economy? What do you foresee in the upcoming near futures? What are the opportunities? And if there's an investor out there listening, uh, a new investor that maybe wants to come into Poconos or a seasoned investor that wants to invest in the Poconos, or just an investor overall. Mm -hmm. What do you? What is? What does your crystal ball tell you? We don't. No one has one, but I always ask as my guests, right? <laughs> Let me put on my swanny. <laughs> put on my swanny. Um, well, first and foremost, yes, I am leaving to go make another person's dream come true. Mm -hmm. So I have some work to do with a, a, a purchaser that is looking up here, and mm -hmm. he's retiring. Um, so he's looking for a really beautiful home to spend. This is his forever home. Okay. So my retirees, you know, who are coming from New York, coming from those incomes, wherever you take the next phase, think of the financial stability of yourself in that next phase. So what does that mean? Homes that cost less than where you're at. Mm -hmm. Food that costs less than where you're at. Fuel that costs less than where you're at taxes will be more beneficial. So wherever you go, look for that. What I also want to share is there are, I'm sure a lot of people, I, I'm first of all, I'm so proud of what you're doing Thank because you. you're bringing attention to, we, we, I didn't get taught this as a kid. I didn't get taught investing. I didn't have, it wasn't, there wasn't someone saying, we had the Amsterdam news. I think that was the only brown mm -hmm. thing that, not thing, it was diminished. It was huge, beautiful thing. However, it was, that's the only thing. Jet, Essence, you know, mm -hmm. and you, you had to pay for those things. Yep. This, hey guys, we all have one of these. We all have something we can so listen fun. to. So this is amazing that this is here. So I want to share with my people be careful with all the stimulus packages and staying unemployed. Thank I you. know. Thank you. It's not just me saying yes, it. Yes. I know you may make a little bit more money right now staying unemployed with this extra 600 or additional 400 or 
idle mind is a devil's playground for everybody. Mm -hmm. Get out there, be productive. Mm -hmm. Get out there, take chances. When this falls over, and now that we have maybe some real estate that might be a little bit nice and affordable because, you know, things go up and then they drop. Things go up and then they drop. And you're able to buy in the drop. You won't be able to do it because you will not have any job history. You'd have taken this year or a year and a half or two years to just be in the sifter of what is being thrown at you. And you're finding it. Well, you know, I've been I've been working hard my whole life. It's time. I'm glad I could take a break. I'm glad I could take a break. No, you're going to work hard. You get that good sleep when you're dead. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I want to share that. However, that being said, there's going to be a lot of people that don't heed to that. There's going to be a lot of people. And trust me, the world wants the fat middle to make those decisions. So for those who are elevated and understand that there are going to be that fat middle that makes it, you know, again, I'm not into pyramid schemes, but there's a fat middle that makes certain decisions. And that's why the top part can make money and always stay in the top part because mm -hmm. they rely on the fat middle making those decisions. That being said, get yourself properties because there's going to be a lot of renters. Yes, there's going to be a lot of opportunities. There's going to be a lot of opportunities. So what would you advise, and real quick, Generational wealth. What yes. would you advise? What would you advise someone right now to prepare for those opportunities to create generational wealth through real estate in the future? Because this is my vehicle for generational generational wealth. wealth. Well, first and foremost, um, we don't. I don't come from that. Wish we did. We don't. Um, I'm learn. Glad I don't. I don't know if I'm glad. I wish there was. I don't. I'm not happy that. We're at this place now where, you know, the, the word woke, people like to use the word woke. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're woke. We sh I wish the, the eyes would have been opening up a little, a lot sooner mm -hmm. in reference to us making moves forward, but also utilizing the fact that we need the financial stability. So there's a lot of situations and I'm definitely for, I understand the PTSD of being a certain race, being a certain gender, being a certain sexuality. I get, I get that. I am, I am a survivor of it. I am a victim of it. I'm a victor of it. I'm all of the, so it's not coming from looking out the window, looking in and seeing someone's story. I am part of that story. That being said though, we need to push forward and through that. And generational wealth means I'm able to create something that my next the next generation, my daughters, their children, and their children, and their children. See, as brown people, we are so happy when, oh, I put my baby through college. That is the forever goal and dream. We think we have made it and we have done it. And guess what? You have. Because a lot of, lot of brown people wasn't able to do that. So you have. I'm not going to take any small goal, big goal. They're all beautiful. Any, any house is the castle. I don't care mm -hmm. if it's 500 square feet or 10,000 square feet. Every house is a castle. Every step is in the right direction is a step in the right direction. So I'm not diminishing that at all. Now that we have that plan and know that's capable and we can do that, how about we're able to give our children homes? Mm-hmm. Most expensive bill we have is our rent or our mortgage. mortgage. Mm -hmm. What if you can buy something now? 
I, uh, instead of having all the Gucci bags, buy an investment property now. You say, oh God, let me think. I got two kids. Let me buy two investment properties. And I'm going to manage that. And I, we can come back and talk about this with other people's money. OPM, baby. That's okay? the name of the game. We can talk about this later. We're going to do a part two. We got to do a part two. Mm-hmm. Part two, mm-hmm. part two. Mm-hmm. Um, using other people's money to make that property profit for you through all this time. And then as the graduation gift or the wedding gift, here, baby, here's your house. Here's your deed. Here it's it yours. paid for. And I've already made my money mm-hmm. off of it that I might have needed because by making that money, maybe I did the two. My mindset was I'm not only going to put my kids to college, but I'm going to get them a house. In the mix of that journey, oh, shoot, this is making sense. Now I have seven properties. Mm-hmm. Now I have 15 properties. Now, why, why am I at this job? <laughs> this job is... They told they told me I'm worth twenty dollars an hour. I found out on my own I'm worth two hundred. Why am I Why am I trading my time for dollars with this person here to create their their dream when I know I this is happening? This is happening, and it can all start from something as as minute or as big as I just want to do this for my kid. And a lot of us, that is our main thing. Our, our spouse, or our kids, or our mom, or our family, I'm going to do this for them. I want to buy my mother a house. Every NBA player, football player, I'm going to, what am I going to do when I get my first check? Buy my mom a house. Okay, now you bought her the house. Does it, what's next? And you'll learn what's next if you stay in the flow of growth, glowing and growing. That's what I'm about. Last question, books. Yes. What books, what books would you recommend? What books? What's your what favorite business book? book? What's your favorite personal development book? Someone out there is listening and they're like, man, I love her mindset. You I know love her. Who um, I love? What would you I recommend? will say, and this is a little bit different. I read Malcolm X when I was in the third grade. Really? In the third grade? I was in the third grade. I read, so I said, we didn't have, I had no money for TV. Mm. I read Malcolm X in the third grade, um, and I did a book report on it, and I got the top black history report for the entire district from the mm. Paul Robeson Theater. So it wasn't just PS30, um, PS30 Queens. It was um, the whole district. I like to read about people who changed their lives Mm. because the hardest part of growth is change Mm -hmm. doing because it's so comfortable like wonder bread is real good you know white bread is real good with some good butter Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it does this and it does this and it you know it fills you up in a false way Mm-hmm. But when you say, mm, I've been eating white bread because that's all, you know, that's all welfare would give. And then I, said, I want something different, but I don't have the money for something different. But I do have the money for flour, mm-hmm. wheat flour. I got water that's free. I can make my own bread. That's change. Put it in the hard work for the change. So I would say that book as a child changed me. Mm. Um, 
later in life, listening to different spiritual speakers. Um, I'm not saying what the church should be for anyone. Um, I'm, I'm about the church of love. So I've read books about, I've read the Kabbalah, I've read the Torah, I've read the Holy Bible, I've read the Quran. Um, and I read all of these different books because when I have, when I read a book and there's an, for me, a void or a hole, I try to find what book is the hole. Mm. And then when I read that book, that book has some other holes. So then I try to find the other book that's going to help me with those. So it's always forever growing. So I would say for people, you there's if if Martin is what you find, that's your weekly. That's what you need. Then do listen, hear, be a part of that. And then then take it into action. Action, massive action. I have a formula I share, and I haven't shared it here, but it's a formula I kind of came up with, and it's in real estate, you need three things Mm -hmm. to succeed in anything really in life. You need competence, so you Mm -hmm. need first to be educated. So if Mm -hmm. you're going to be an investor, you just can't go. You you need to know the numbers. Mm -hmm. So you need competence. Mm -hmm. Then number two, you need something you and I both have, and that's confidence, and that's a mindset. So the story that the conversations that you're having in your head – Confidence, so competence plus confidence, and then the last thing you just mentioned, which is massive action. Mm-hmm. But I like to add a little thing extra, and that's intelligent massive action. Mm-hmm. Not just taking Not action just-, just to take action, but with competence and confidence, and you take intelligent massive action. And those three things, one plus one plus one equals success. So competence, confidence, intelligent massive action, that equals success. That's been my formula. I found that has been my formula for success. I find that when I interview a lot of people like yourself and talking to a lot of successful people, that's the formula. You talk about systems. You mentioned systems. You wasn't mentioned systems. And I want to point that out to the Mm -hmm. listeners. Tiffany mentioned systems and systems and systems, and she's going to Queens, and she's going to L.A., and she's going to Georgia, and she's going to master the system, and she's not. Systems, people. Systems, people. Please listen to that because Mm -hmm. as entrepreneurs, right, and we have a lot of entrepreneurs or people that want, aspire to be entrepreneurs or or, or investors, we tend to miss that part. Mm -hmm. And and, and I'm so glad that you you kind of unconsciously, you just kind of kept talking about systems, systems, systems. Business is two things, systems and people. Mm -hmm. Systems and people. You got systems and you got people, right? Systems and people. And thank you for sharing Tiffany, Thank it has you. been a it has been a pleasure. You've shared yes. so much. How part can two. Pe- <laughs> yes, it's going to be a part two. <laughs> How can people get a hold of you, Tiffany? I also want to support you with the kids stuff. You know, I used to mm-hmm. sit on the board in mm-hmm. the YMCA here, so I can get some kids over there because I'm all about helping the community. How can people get a hold of you? Someone wants to do business with you in one of your office, maybe in Georgia, maybe in when you go to LA, maybe here in the Poconos in New York. How can people get a hold of you? Or maybe there's an agent listening and they want to join your team because they're like, man, she's just a rock star. I want to learn Let from her. Let me tell you something. I would love to have, I love conversing and I love sharing. Um, it's not the Tiffany show, though. I, I have two ears and one mouth for a reason. I listen twice as much mm-hmm. as I speak. I want to hear what your needs are and what, what is going to feed your soul. And then from there, we move forward. So we are located in Allentown. We are located in Martinsville, Stroudsburg. So we have the Lehigh Valley. We have the Monroe, Carbon, Pike Counties. We have Northampton. We also do Queens, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Long Island. So I say that to say we also 
are so involved with states. I'm, and I'm in the Pennsylvania Association of Realtors. I'm a director for the for that for our MLS board. We're so involved with states that even if you wanted to move to Tupelo, Alabama, give me a call. I have an app for that. Oh, perfect. <laughs> um, but our phone number is six one zero. I have so many numbers. So I want to give you the mm-hmm. right one. Six one zero three nine five three 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 four. You can use that number. You can always find me and reach me. Um, Bay Row, B-A-I, because it's Bailey Romay, B-A-I, first letters of my husband's last name, R-O, first two letters of my maiden name, Bay Row Real Estate. We have a website. It showcases our agents. It showcases some of their um, their their testimonials from other people that have worked with them. Our grand opening for the newest office is September 19th, 3160 Route 611, Bartonsville, Pennsylvania, 18321. We're going to start around noontime. We're going to have workshops throughout the whole day. We're going to have food trucks. We're going to have music. Um, I will be there there. We also own a media company that we will be doing testimonials there. We do um, our own real our own radio shows as well. Tiffanyro.info. Tiffany, T-I-F-F-A-N-I-E, Row.info. So I'm always talking the positive T, business, how to improve, how to grow, how to glow. Very, very important. This is for everyone. This mm-hmm. is not a this is not a one thing, one situation thing. We are extremely diverse in the group that we have within our company. And it's so beautiful because we hear so many people's points of view. So we move knowing that as a group, as a group, we can grow and glow and do all things with 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 and with each other. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Thank you, Tiffany. It was a pleasure having you here. Breath of fresh air. Thank you so much. You shared so many, so many golden nuggets, guys. All of her information to get a hold of her is going to be in the show notes. Uh, I'll have her website. I'll have her Facebook. I'll have everything there. You want to reach out to her? Check out her show, guys. Check out her show. Tune in. Check out her all of her stuff. I'm going to put all her Instagram everything. And uh, guys, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Latinos in Real Estate Investing podcast the top information hub for real estate investors and entrepreneurs within the Latino community. If you like to invest passively in real estate with our group, please email martin at premierridgecapital.com.